0: This week's episode of Blue Shirt Breakway is brought to you by absolutely nothing. I'm in Europe. I'm having a great time. Enjoy our mailbag. Love you guys all. Let's go. Welcome to the special Mail, mail, mail Dad. Mail Dad? Mail Dad's edition. To go. Way to go. <laughs> mail Dad's uh, edition of uh, Blue Church Breakaway. I have my fellow Mail Dads with me, Gregory Kaplan. Say hello. Hi, buddy. And I have our other resident prospect expert, James Clark, and fellow Mail Dad, James.
1: Proud Mail Dad. Mail Pr- Dad 20, 2017.
0: Mail Dads, at chart boys all around. And uh, what we're going to do here is we asked a bunch of people for questions to do a mailbag today. Uh, since I'm I'm away right now and I'm not in New York, I, we had to record this early. So uh, we, that's it. We're gonna start with some questions. Here we go. Right off the bat, from Reddit. Ragtime94 asks. By the way, Ragtime94, I I I get it. You're you're trying to be Rangers. Time94. Rag is pretty. You know, we don't do that. We just don't. No, it. Thought it, I
2: thought I it had exactly to do with the ta- dance.
0: We're we're taking it back. It's ours. It's ours now. We're taking back Rag. <laughs> it's ours. No, we're taking it back. Fuck you.
1: Rags is ours.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see. Uh, he, I'm taking it back. He or she asks. Because uh, you know, 2017. I'm one of the few people who would like to see JT Miller get a legitimate shot at 2C in addition to Hayes. At what point of Hayes' possibility of, of Hayes struggling in the upcoming season would it be viable option to move JT to his original position? Neither Darnay nor Anderson seem to fit the role.
2: Mm, I think Hayes is going to have an extremely long leash. Uh, I think AV is pretty set in his ways. I think AV likes Miller on the wing. I don't see a scenario barring – I think the only scenario that gets Miller to a center role is a significant injury to one of the four centers on roster. And that is – and honestly, if it's DeHartney, I I still think they go the minor league route before they move Miller to center. I just think – this is the one thing where I won't actually really fault AV for. JT Miller thrived on the wing. He played a decent center with the Rangers. It's not to say he can't do it. But – it's impossible to say he didn't play better at the wing and he played better at the wing with Kevin Hayes as his center, which is in some ways kind of impressive. So I'm not dying to move JT Miller off the wing. I wish I had a better center option at two C than Kevin Hayes, but the Rangers did not go that route this year. And I'm not a hundred percent. They'll ever go that route, even on the trade market. So, I, I think it would I think Kevin Hayes has one of the longest leashes on the Rangers. I I'd be hard pressed to think of another Ranger that would have as long a leash as Kevin Hayes.
1: Yeah, the Derek Stepan trade did wonders for Kevin Hayes' leash, honestly.
0: I actually might disagree with you guys. I kinda think I that we should give JT another chance at center. Yes, I believe he he thrived at the wing. Uh, I, I just think he's a better player than Kevin Hayes. He would prob- I think I would enjoy Kevin Hayes in the third line way more than I would enjoy Kevin Hayes in the second line. He puts less responsibility on him. I just trust JT more. And maybe I'm wrong in thinking that, but his play at the wing obviously excelled, but I wanted to see what he could do at the center position one more time.
2: The counterpoint would be uh, a combination of Kevin Hayes at center and JT Miller at wing provides more depth as when Elias Anderson is your 3C than JT Miller and Kevin Hayes at center and your option would be playing Matt Pumple in a top nine role until Jes- Jesper Foss gets healthy. I think the Rangers have more depth. Like the Rangers have a perfect <laughs> amount of depth on the wing right now. You move JT Miller off that depth, and it just creates another hole. Whereas well, who's, Leah who's playing on
1: the second line with Hayes? Though is the question. Is it?
2: I think it's. I think, right now it, I think right now it's. I think right now it's and Nash. Well, okay. And Hold Miller's on. on the third it's, line. Well, this is this assumes that Bucinovic is rightfully playing on the first line. If Bucinovic isn't playing on the first line, I think it's Zuccarello and Miller on the second line, and they'll move Nash up to play with Zibanejad and Kreider.
1: Okay, so it's it's uh, KZB, uh, Zuccarello, Hayes, Miller, or Zuccarello, Hayes, Nash.
2: If if KZB is your top line, Nash is on the second line. If Nash is on your top line, Miller is on your second line.
0: I don't
1: hate that.
2: And then and then your third line is basically the rookie <laughs> line of. VC Anderson Buchnevich.
0: I kind of like that line. That I like that line too. That's pretty good. That line can't really play defense though. Anderson can play defense. We're good. You sure? Yes. Okay. Very sure. <laughs> it's like that's is that like his 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 actual big trait? He's a good two-way center. He he can play defense. Okay.
2: Also, I'm not too I'm not too worried about um. Bucinavich's defense anymore because the Rangers actually have defensive depth. Like, if that line's on the ice with Shea and Smith, I'm feeling pretty damn
0: great. God, I fucking love Shea and Smith. I know I say that all the time. I'm just so pumped for the season. I feel happy in my blood right now. I, I gotta say, I think Smith is my next jersey purchase. I'm I'm all in. I'm Brady Shea. I love that man. You've already you've already
2: invested in mean, You might as well go all in.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aww. Aww, I are... was never so happy to be wrong, but I was so mad that I had to give you money.
2: I was so happy you gave me money.
1: I'm, I spent your $19 on lunch, by the way. It was delicious. That's fine. I spent your $42 on a Brady Shea jersey. That's pretty hot. I, 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 let me give you another $42. I,
0: I bought but an sure. LLC. Anyway, um, so let's go to our next question. We have Otis Wolf from Reddit. He that's asks, a great name. I like that, that, that name a lot. What moves do you think the Rangers will make during the season? And he also asks... What do you think, or he or she, whatever. Uh what do you think will will happen to our first rounder next year? Build the prospect pool or something to bolster the playoff push? James, let's start with you.
1: Oh, all right. Uh, I think we trade for a backup goalie because Andre Pavlik's garbage. That's
0: my man! I'm I'm on this train right now. I and think
1: Andre Pavlik will play maybe five starts. He will be so bad that they will panic and go try and find some goalie somewhere. I it's think not
0: be good. I, I'm going that's my call for this season. That's my big call. I really. There's
1: no way they end the season with their goalie platoon being Lundqvist Pavlik. It's not possible. I have watched so many
0: Andre Pavlik games. He is not good. He's not an NHL goalie. Good. I'm so happy we're on the same page about this because I I brought this up to Greg a few weeks ago, and I was like, going into the season, this is my big prediction, that he's going to be a a shit show and a firestorm, and he's going to be one of the reasons why we're going to start falling out of the playoff race. We're going to lose all the games he's playing. So I'm uh, I'm not about that life. I, I think we do need to trade for another back goalie. Uh, Greg, you want to talk on the, about the first question? What do you think moves the Rangers me? Because ah, I can't speak. What moves do you think the Rangers will make during the season?
2: I think the one that I've been saying is possible. Yeah, it really all depends on how good or poor of a start Winnipeg gets out to. But Wheeler's just staring the Rangers in the face. He's a pending unrestricted free agent. You, it, it might cost you something to get him because he's very good. But I, I think... He is a realistic target. I think a more realistic target. I'm not convinced the Bruins are going to keep Spooner, the Rangers, right now. He's kind of old
1: Rangers. What? He's kind of old Wheeler. Oh, never mind. He put up 78 points last year. I'm I'm on board with this.
2: Yeah, he's – it's one of those things where if the Jets are falling out of it, I don't know if they're necessarily going to re-sign Wheeler. So I'm all about making a move for Wheeler. Um, Realistic route. (laughs) I I think Spooner – Spooner's been staring the Rangers in the face for the better part of three months. He's going to continue to stare the Rangers in the face. And uh, I, I think the Rangers will make a move to address their center depth just because even if all four are playing well, they just don't have anything behind them.
1: Is, is so Ryan Spooner a legit second-line center?
2: No, I don't think so. But I, I think he if, – if Hayes – I mean, it's a big if. If Hayes is – playing well, then you don't need a legit second-line center. But if you want to go the legit second-line center route, that's why I said
1: Wheeler first. Doesn't Wheeler mostly play I think Wheeler, wing Wheeler is. Uh, do does, does, not I I, right wing the last couple years? I don't think he plays much center anymore. Not that he couldn't be effective in that position, but. I don't know. I, don't
2: I, know. I, I, I will admittedly say I don't watch enough of the Jets. I just know Wheeler has center experience. He's got scoring talent and. He would he would go far. I mean, to help even if he team. even if
1: he hasn't played center, he's arguably a better option than Kevin Hayes at center.
2: And notice that none of us said Tyler Bozak's name. I really just don't see that happening.
0: That's it was a myth. It was a myth. It was all made up. Yep. I guarantee it was. I mean it's it Tyler, still Tyler makes sense. Tyler Bozak's like, not a
1: second line center either. So
2: definitely No, would. but it, the, it still makes sense that the Leafs needed defense when the Rangers need a center. It just never made sense that the Leafs would trade Tyler Bozak.
1: Can I say I, I'd rather have James Van
2: Reemsteke than Tyler
1: Bozak, even though we don't need wingers?
2: No, you are one hundred. We we had this conversation with our with our guy Arvin. JV, JVR is very much a not just a better player, but a guy that gets smeared because people somehow, for some reason, expect him to be more, even though this guy is a sixty plus point player. He
1: he's he grew up a Rangers fan too, so let's let's take and a look at that.
2: He, he is also an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. We
1: believe. should we should take Rick Nash's money and give it to JVR.
0: Wouldn't hate you that. know.
2: It might it actually might happen.
0: Uh, I don't I don't hate that. To go to his second question. What do you think will happen to the first rounder – to our first rounder next year? Build a prospect pool or something to bol- bolster a playoff push? Obviously, you were talking about Nylander, and I think if uh, if that did come, it would have to require a first rounder. But I, I think – uh, We
2: were talking about Nylander? When did we talk about Nylander?
0: Oh, did we not talk about that? I messed up. No, I'm talking
2: about Van We're talking about Van Riemsday. Riems, oh, I was
0: going <laughs> – son. I was going back in the uh, conversation a little bit. But uh, – Forge. If you want to give me Alex Nylander, I'll take him. You can have all my first-round yeah, picks. I'm not
2: going to say no. I'm not yeah. going to
0: say no. <laughs> everyone everyone just gives first-round picks away. That being said, I think we're going to end up holding on to this pick. I think the Rangers have gone to the plan of building for the future, uh, and they, they're not really looking anywhere else. Do other, other they now. have a second-round pick next year? Uh, that's uh, hang on, a, I'll that's a you question. I, I got it. I got it. Hang on. <laughs> all right, we'll move on Talk to the next question yourself. while you bring that. Uh, next question. I will, from-
2: I, will, I will just say this. The only player... Talent wise, I would trade a first round pick for is either Tavares or uh, Van Riemsdyk, and the Rangers are going to do exactly what they did with Shattenkirk and just wait until free agency. They're not. Uh, they they have
0: they have wins. all of their picks going forward, minus their seventh rounder in twenty eighteen. They're not going oh, anywhere. It's not the
2: seventh rounder. They're
0: getting ready to build. They're they're building for the future, and that's that was really obvious when we traded Step on this year. So. All right. Uh let's go to a question from our our dear friend Broomy in our Discord channel. If you could go back in time and watch any sporting event or season, which would it be?
2: Uh well, my answer is pretty obvious and they both involved the 1986 Mets. Yeah, I would have loved that would've I would have loved to be my age now watching that team. I just think it would have been one of the most fun rides I've ever had. Um and as far as game goes, is there and I the emotions I would have felt watching game six in 1986, I would have been suicidal uh, in the top of the 10th inning. And then just, I think I would have whipped my dick out and just <laughs> done things after the Mets walked that one off. I, it's just, I can't think of, first of all, it's, that's just one of the best games period. Um, and just conversely, I think the game not talked about that postseason, at least by non-Met fans that, 20 inning I think it was 20 inning or 18 inning marathon the Mets and the Astros played in clinching game six in the NLCS is epic too that that season would have been great it would have been fantastic I would have had 27 heart attacks but I would have seen a World Series championship too which I don't know if I'm ever going to see in my life
0: yeah put me at game seven Rangers Devils and I'll be a happy lad Uh, I think that's pretty it's pretty easy for me for game wise um, I don't think uh, I. I think I'd rather be at that game. No, would I rather be at that game than the Vancouver Cl- Cup game? I'm not sure. Uh, they blew the
1: lead in the game seven against the Devils, and it had to go into overtime. So you'd be losing your goddamn mind.
0: Yeah, I know, but it would be such a relief to actually, you know, actually win the game. So uh, I'm gonna
1: give. A, I'm gonna give a non-hockey answer. I'm gonna go Sugar Ray Leonard versus Roberto Duran. <sighs> that was a
0: good answer.
1: November twenty fifth, nineteen eighty, the Moss fight. That's where I'm going.
0: That's good. Hands down. All right, that was that was actually pretty insightful for all of us. Uh, our, another person from our Discord channel, classic Drew, who's been a guest on this uh, this podcast before. What is your thoughts on the impact fighting has on an individual hockey game? Uh, pretty much everything uh, I've ever read about the hockey fights is it, it it amps the team up, kind of gets everyone going, uh, and it does sort of bruise somebody out, but does it have ma- maximum impact on the game? Probably has very little impact, if at all. If that's pretty um, much.
2: My take. Whatever impact it has, it's emotional. It's not anything game plan-wise, I don't think. I don't think a game plan change Unless, for some reason, if Sidney Crosby is involved in the fight, yeah, the game plan changes for the next five-plus minutes. But when your fourth-line bruiser is fighting a fourth-line bruiser, I don't really think it shifts what a coach wants to do drastically at
1: all.
0: Okay. Uh, let's go to the next one. So we
1: have Lee dog. It, oh, it only matters if they're goalies. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> we have Lee dog 24 from Reddit. He or she asks if you could make one realistic transaction with this team, what would it be? And why we sort of talked about this already, right? We kind of touched on this, uh, with the, the goalie, the backup goalie trade or, um, getting a, getting, uh, another winger or center.
2: Yeah, I guess realistic. I don't think it's a realistic scenario for the Leafs to ever trade James Van Riemsdyk. But if you want to, if you want to talk about J.T. Miller moving to center, if you want to bring in Van Riemsdyk, I'm all about it.
1: Trade Michael Grabner at the deadline. Yes. Four picks.
0: Yes, please. Should have done it last year. I think we could have gotten way more. Uh, I mean, they made the second round of the playoffs. I'm not going
1: to hold it against them. It's not like the Keith Yandle situation where Dallas was like, "We'll give you so much," and we just lost in five games to the Pens. I'll give him that. They 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 made a decent run last year. It's fine.
0: I just thought, Grabner, now, though, please. We I don't just need thought him. he was at maximum value then, and there was no way we were going to get anything more than we like. Grabner was sort of a machine in the league at that point. He was at, his, at the highest peak of value, and we didn't do anything with him. That I mean, here's the
2: question: We've never really heard what the Rangers were ever able to get for Grabner. That we've, we've made I assumptions. Rangers,
0: I don't think the
1: Rangers shopped Grabner.
2: I don't think they did either. I think but I, just, if, you're, if you're if you're if you're another team, I don't I don't really know what. Because Well, actually, we're talking about NHL GMs. NHL GMs are some of the dumbest people I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, a smart baseball GM would know that Grabner is at the peak of his powers, and they would just not want to trade top dollar for him. But an NHL GM might have traded a second-round pick for C-
1: count, it. Counterpoint, it was the expansion, so that really screwed with the trade deadline last year. That too. And, and a lot of teams were still in it at the trade deadline, or at least they thought they were. It was pretty close. Like, I think Tampa
0: missed by one point.
1: And they sold at the deadline. Next, yeah.
0: qu- next question is Jive Turkey six eight eight from Reddit asks, "Does Anderson make the team? And if not, how do we fill the hole with three well, I think we could uh, all we all agree, yeah, right?
2: Yeah, he's the three C.
0: He's the three C. There's yeah, no chance make. he's not. And uh, if he doesn't fill the if he doesn't make the team, like I don't know, we're all idiots.
2: If uh, he doesn't make the team, the Rangers have made a trade. That's the only scenario in which Anderson doesn't make the team.
0: Spoiler alert: He's making the team no matter what. Mr. Makuza asks, and I'll assume it's a he. Pionk has looked pretty good in these two TCT games. If both him and D'Angelo press during camp, what the hell happens with the defense?
1: Pionk goes to the AHL,
0: and D'Angelo plays. That's it. Yep. Because yep. You, you, you made the trade for D'Angelo. So that's why. He's I honestly, to play. I
2: still think the Rangers made the trade for Anderson, but I think they, I don't think the Rangers would have made the deal if they weren't sure they were getting both. Let me put it that way.
1: I also think that the Rangers didn't know they were getting Kevin Shattenkirk. I feel like if they knew they were getting Kevin Shattenkirk, they might not have asked for Tony D'Angelo. I kind of I agree still with think,
2: that. I think the Rangers always knew they were getting Shattenkirk. Uh,
0: maybe. I still would have liked Max Domi. Also, do you think, side note question, uh, do you think that uh, since we're going to play Pionk in sort of the AHL and he was sort of a college free agent, this hurts our reputation with college free agents moving forward?
1: No, everybody always says this. People said this like VC's not going to come because they jerked around Hayes and Miller. It's the New York goddamn Rangers. <laughs> of course players are going to want to come. What are yeah, you
0: talking about? You're right. There you go. That's pretty much it what I, was gonna I wanted It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That, that question doesn't do a lot. and and they'd still come. I don't think it's a slam
2: dunk that Pionk would have been guaranteed to make a whole bunch of other teams' rosters that he wanted to go to. The, the advantage that... Co- uh, college free agents have is they get to decide where they go. The disadvantage is they're kind of older on the prospect scale and there's no guarantee that they're going to find themselves an immediate starting job.
1: Old and young, 21. Uh, I think he's a little older 22. than that. Yeah. Same age as me. Uh, yeah, young I mean, you're you're old years. for an NHL prospect. Uh, I, am, I am old for an NHL prospect. I'd never make the NHL. Uh, he's 22. That's what I said. It's not, it's not that old for a defenseman. No, but I.
2: My point is, unless Neil Pionk wanted, I mean, I still have no idea what the fuck Alex Kerfoot was thinking. But
0: yeah, like if Neil well, Pionk, I, really I can wanted tell you what play, he was thinking. Four twenty,
1: blaze it, son! Avalanche. Alex if, Kerfoot was probably thinking, "My family are millionaires, and it doesn't matter. Colorado's super nice."
2: It's true. It is a very nice town. Uh, but yeah, like Will Butcher is a guy that clearly wants to play, so he goes to the Devils. If Neil Pionk I'm sure Pionk obviously wants to play in the NHL, and I know he sees that there is a avenue to get there with the Rangers. But I would be stunned if the Rangers, when they signed him, was were like, "You're making the roster." I'm pretty sure they sent that to Jimmy Vesey, though. They definitely sure and there was no scenario in which Vesey was going to the AHL. Nope, they sent Pluchnevich to the AHL though. Yep, because we're fucking idiots. Yep, I
1: kind of, I slightly hoped he would go back
0: to the KHL just to piss them off, but I'm really glad he didn't. I love that guy, and I hope he becomes a, a tour de force this year. I really do. Uh, next question. NHL Ranger Shut asks, more likely in the next five years, total collapse or total glory?
2: Uh, collapse. Total collapse. Yeah. Yeah. As as a Met fan, let me tell you how easy it is to collapse. All you need all you need, is an injury to Hank, an injury to Zibanejad, an injury to Nash. You don't
1: even need an injury to Hank. You just need him to steadily decline.
0: And a Sports Illustrated cover. That's all you need. Um,
1: they'd they never put hockey on the cover of sports uh, this I round.
0: know they know when I would never talk about <laughs> hockey but the Mets every single time they were on that they're they're done I don't know what it is uh the, the total collapse is way more likely we are a fringe cup team I think we could all agree on that right we're a fringe playoff team we're not a fringe cup team ooh could we could win the cup I'm so no. I'm so optimistic though and you're so not all right no <laughs> we, we'll fight about this if you'd like but I, I seriously think this team is has a cup run in them or do you, you think want to make that, a... you want to make that yeah. bet too, Greg? No. Uh,
2: do you hear me saying it? I'm not saying it. No, uh, the Rangers great. are a legitimate center away from being true cup contenders.
0: Every
1: team's a legitimate center away from being true cup contenders. I know. That's my point. Like, I'm just saying. Tell that to the Avalanche. The they have
0: three legitimate centers. <laughs> they have one. Okay. Fine.
1: And it's, and it's
2: Nate McKinnon. You're not getting them.
0: Yeah, Please, know. just give me Nate McKinnon. You're not getting him.
2: <laughs>
1: the the Avalanche are I'm my second two. team. I regret so much about my life choices. You're the Rangers are uh, first. It's even
0: worse. All right. Uh, yep. And I'm a Knicks-Mets fan. Yep. We're going on a Knicks podcast soon, I think. That's pretty funny. Uh, that's, that's great. DPS Germ asks, where do you see Grabner this year? He has, this guy asked a few questions, so we'll start with this one. Tree deadline fodder. Yep, I agree. Third line, th-
2: third line winger until Jesper Foss gets healthy.
0: And then eventually, I think he might fall off this year, and that would be really bad for us.
2: Well, I would not I would not expect him to score thirty goals again, let me tell
1: you.
0: Yeah, I do not if expect if he scores more than fifteen, I'll be pleasantly surprised.
1: Scores more than ten, I'll be pleasantly surprised. But you don't need Grabner to be your leading goal scorer and he shouldn't be your leading goal scorer. No, no,
0: no not at all. Uh, thoughts on Angie Anthony Tony D'Angelo. Uh, is he a scumbag? Do you want to give him a chance? Are you worried? I'm fine with Anthony. Uh, he said some dumb stuff. He was a kid, he's probably hot headed, he's from New Jersey, he screams a lot. It's pretty offensive, I'm sure. I don't have any problems with his uh, quote-unquote uh, attitude issues. Uh, hockey uh, players
1: are dumb. We shouldn't care what they say about anything. Yeah, <laughs> <he's, games. laughs> the he's,
0: he's, Hey, he's hockey players,
1: come on our podcast. <laughs> I played youth hockey. They're dumb.
2: He's, <laughs> yeah. a, he's a 100% asshole, but I'm also a guy that very much enjoys seeing Jose Reyes back on the Mets, and that's a guy that threw his wife through a glass door. So I'm not really a great judge of character when it comes to athletes. Yeah, that was a Uh, controversial Point, point,
1: counterpoint, when Jose Reyes gets up to bat, I go to the bathroom and get a beer because I don't want that scumbag on my team. Tony D'Angelo didn't beat up his wife. He just has some dumb opinions.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I think I'd rather – this is going to sound terrible. Uh, I think I'd rather (laughs) root for a wife beater than some fucking hothead asshole that voted for Donald Trump. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think I take the Trump voter because the Trump voter didn't beat up their wife. Both racist, Human I, fucking garbage. I think
0: everyone loses here, and there's no winner. Uh, we don't, but we don't talk politics on <laughs> this podcast, so. <laughs> we have before. That being said, I uh, this podcast is not endorsed for beating your wife, uh, so just throwing that out uh, there. Or, or no, I, should, I should, I should, I should add way. in
2: that any human being that raises a fist to a woman is disgusting and below that of any other man, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, think rather, I think I'd rather Jose Reyes than Anthony D'Angelo.
0: I I completely disagree
1: with that. I take Tony I over, couldn't over, disagree over more.
0: You know how I feel about the NHL and I, I, not the NHL, NFL and all the domestic violence there is that I have to fucking like I have Ezekiel on my team. I'm not going to drop him because I want to win, but at the same time, like I can't root for the guy, like at all. Uh, it sounds like
2: you can root for the guy.
0: I can't. I can It sounds
2: like you
1: are. He's on your fantasy
0: team. I, if you don't
2: want
1: to root for him, I will take him. I clearly just made my point clear. Like like this is the same reason that like I boycotted or boycotted stole, pirated, spoiler alert, the Mayweather McGregor fight. Like I'm not giving my money to these people.
2: Well, oh, I, Mag- I, I, bought, well I bought the shit out well, of him. Well McGregor fight. Didn't, didn't hate his, his wife to, too.
1: to be fair. No, because McGregor's oh. not a scumbag. Yeah, but
2: Floyd if if you count the women Floyd Mayweather's beaten his life, he's sixty 0 oh.
1: crazy. It's great, great, great joke. Did you steal that from Twitter or Facebook? Both
2: uh fucking hey i created myself. people stole it from me
0: <laughs> yeah yeah right and I'm, and I'm king of england uh you're soon to be soon be. to be yeah you're going there man uh that being said fuck people who do, do domestic violence make me goddamn sick
1: yeah for real this podcast is not
2: endorsed no, ter- ter- <laughs> terrible no I, I again below the level of scum it's it's, and, and, and it's one more
0: thing anthony has said some dumb shit he's a kid dude he's fine He's not a kid. He's uh, like 22.
2: He's like 22. They're, yeah, I I I have a problem with how you, you don't say dumb shit to referees. You, you gotta you're like you're, nobody. You shouldn't be that dumb. Like rule number one that you learn playing
1: sports is don't be that dumb. Point point counterpoint. Ryan Kessler basically said a homophobic slur on the ice last year. Like hockey players, pretty dumb. Was well,
0: that the cocksucker okay, well, one though? Let's, let's,
1: let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not a
0: homophobic, homophobic. That's not a fucking homophobic yeah. slur. Like if you I, if he said it I depends, it depends on the way that you
1: say it, I guess. If you go if you go, go
0: you're a cocksucker. That's, uh, that's not a homophobic slurp to me, personally. No, because you don't have to be gay to suck cock. Like, this is the whole thing. <laughs> that's the whole thing. <laughs> like, I don't know, you know how know? that was your logic or reasoning, but sure. <laughs> <You> no, <know, laughs>
1: I'm coming ridiculous. around on you, Kaplan. That's what I, I, <laughs> no, if a no. guy sucks, you're not
2: gay if you suck cock. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. $20 this is $20. A record, 2017. Uh, that's what I'm saying. A, a, mouth,
1: a-, a mouth is a mouth.
0: Okay, yeah. that's what I'm saying. 2017,
2: <laughs> whatever you want to do. Yeah. If you want to blow cock and smell like dick breath, if, that's on you. This bro. is a, a sex-positive
0: uh, podcast. That being said, uh, calling someone a cocksucker is not homophobic. If you're going around throwing other words that I won't say on this podcast that are actually offensive to me uh, – Those are real homophobic slurs. A cocksucker, dude. Like, come on.
2: Yeah, no. I think if if you're saying cocksucker is homophobic, you're just looking to get triggered.
0: Yeah, you're
1: looking. You're looking for trouble. And and that's from Kaplan, who's like a pretty liberal guy. Yeah. So shut the fuck up.
0: Trust me, there are words that are offensive. Uh,
2: Wait, are you telling me to shut the fuck up? Are you telling people to? No, I'm telling people who who
0: who would be offended to shut the fuck up.
2: No. And also, here's my problem: cocksucker is such a beautiful word. Like every any way you say it, it just it sounds great coming out of your mouth.
1: (laughs) <laughs> it is a good. Is, one. is do you prefer cocksucker or motherfucker? Motherfucker. Oh, it's close. Motherfucker, I like I feel like rolls off the tongue really good. Like this, you the grandpa right
0: now is dying.
2: <laughs> oh my god! I hope. I hope. I, I pray to God that it came back being like, "This is it." Giving them one more chance. Ooh, sp- ooh, uh, spo- spoiler alert, grandpa!
0: I'm the dirtiest of these three people. Oh, a male a male dad's episode would well, probably real wholesome, and that that was it. <laughs> male dads that sounds so nice. God, God help the world when the three of us have children. Uh, yeah, jeez, That's a long time. <laughs> you don't away. think I already have a kid that I don't know about? <laughs> <laughs> I might be right there with you, Greg. All right. Last point before we move on. Domestic violence is disgusting. Uh, Awful. Cocksucker is not a homophobic slur. We're a sex-positive podcast, and we accept everybody. That's For the, for the, for the most part.
2: I mean, uh, we've had Jeff on this podcast. So obviously, we're sex-positive. Oh,
0: positive. my God. Yeah, Jeff's a pretty handsome man. I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah, Jeff's a good guy. Hey. Uh, let's go to the next question from, from DPS Germ. By the way, DPS Germ, great job making us argue. Uh, h- how many seasons do we have realistic- realistically left with Hank, and do we plan around that? Well, first we of have, all, we have one left. One? I. Yes. No. I was gonna
2: I was going to say two.
0: I have three. Taking taking the one, it's the override for this year. You think this is the last ride for the king? This is it for Hank. Holy shit! Yep. That's plan sh- accordingly.
1: You better you better hope we're Nashville Predators East, and that defense carries the shit out of us.
0: I I I think we have at least two. Two serious years. I can't. I can't. This can't be the last year. I just won't accept it. This is it. it. All right. Next question. What do you think Tanner Glass is doing right now at this exact moment as you read this question? Jerking off. Definitely. That was my answer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Tanner Glass is probably reading Ulysses S. Grant's biography
0: well, and well, thinking
1: about all, all the money he's made. Sipping a fine nice whiskey. Sip, he's, he's, he's more a rye guy. He's drinking a Canadian club 100%. He's a good wholesome Canadian boy. And he's just he's just
0: relaxing. Yeah,
1: just relaxing. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's jer- relaxing. He's jerking, jerking, off. jerking off.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, the the baseball boy on Twitter asks, "Can I have a shout out and please refer to me as your large adult son?" This question is from our large adult son. Uh, yeah, it's my
2: it, that's that. First of all, that's my guy Taylor. He's my he's we and he and I go back. We do the uh, the baseball off season Reddit simulations together all the time. Oh,
0: cool. He's, uh,
1: he's
2: good. He's good people. You sure should well,
0: he, you
1: should you should have him on the podcast for uh, baseball playoffs. Why not? Oh, I should. He's a,
2: he's a big Dodger fan. He'd probably yeah, love that. Let's do
1: yeah, it. Yeah,
0: you should do that. Uh, Dodgers will be in the playoffs. So you're welcome. Baseball preview. We're gonna do with our, our large adult son. Uh, is it possible to overstate how badly y'all gonna miss Step on?
2: Uh, no, because if I honestly think if uh, if you have Stepan with Shattenkirk, man, this this then I might start be believing that this is a cup contender. So you think? I think. Uh, so I think you, in the absolute short term absolute short term just talking one shot deal one year you have one year to win it i think the rangers are better with Stepan and chattenkirk than they are with anderson D'Angelo, and chat
0: Yeah i mean that's pretty obvious right but we're we're trying to build for the future that's been the rangers mo for the last i don't know year and a half ever since uh, gorton took over Am you I can't you can't have your cake and eat it too
2: i mean you could honestly
1: no but but i mean i'm going to miss Stepan a lot cuz he was homegrown player and he was a good ranger Six point five million dollars is a lot of money,
0: a lot of cash, a lot of cash. Yeah, but
2: I mean, we're, we're living in a world where is six point five really that much in the NHL anymore? Joe Thornton's making eight this year.
0: One year GMs though. are
1: still dumb, but it's One year, it's though. a lot.
2: I I think I think I think there's a portion of there there needs to be like a happy medium. There's a portion of the Ranger fan population that is maybe too – Butthurt about the Stepan trade, but then there's a portion of the ranger fan population that just ignores it completely and thinks we're fine. And I think it's I don't, somewhere I don't think we're in the mind.
1: Oh God, I just I, 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 we are you not. You know fine. what? I'm I'm now angry about it because I have to go to the Arizona Coyotes cap friendly to look at the breakdown of Stepan's contract, and that bothers me. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's uh, it's it's definitely a sore eyes uh, sight. But full no it, trade clause uh, is hard to swallow, though. That's why we traded him too. I was about to bring that up. I think that's one of the reasons we were like, we got to get out of this now.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, there's one way to avoid that. Just don't give him the fucking no trade clause. Well,
1: it's too late. But he's not. He's not going to take six point five million dollars with the no no trade clause. It's just not going to happen. True. I I just how think, much did Ryan O'Reilly get? Seven million. They're pretty similar uh, players. That, I thought. I thought he got more. I'd yeah, rather have Ryan O'Reilly.
2: Good. If you want the honest truth.
1: It's not that big a gap, but I too would take Ryan O'Reilly. Um,
2: I I just think. The Rangers' center, like, the defensive depth now is is so great,
1: but the Rangers' center depth. is yeah. Ryan O'Reilly harshly. makes seven point five million dollars for a long time. He's worth it. Ryan O'Reilly is <sighs> very good player.
0: James I would these dirty things
2: to have Ryan O'Reilly on the Rangers? God,
0: I just I, I can't get over we were talking about you know having uh, having defensive cap space in two thousand nineteen. I'm still still. Really? Yeah, but at the, at
2: the same time, it just the Rangers' center depth is a, is a major fucking problem.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's very obvious when Kevin Hayes is going to be sucking it up. So we'll see. I think
2: we're going to miss Derek Stepan more and more every day when we have to watch Kevin Hayes try and center Rick Nash and Matt Zuccarello and just struggle at it.
0: Yeah. Uh, The next question we had was pretty similar to the one we just answered, but I want to read it anyway. Dan LaRose, uh, who would be hosting the MSG Blue Shirts Breakaway meetup, uh, asks, I want you to take one side – uh, the Rangers should have not done the A-Z trade or signed Pavlik, uh, and, and it's or or have signed Pavlik and instead bought out Mark Stahl to create cap room. Uh, sorry, can you repeat that, please? Sure. I want you to take. Uh, I want you to. I want one of you to take the side of each. The Rangers should have not done the A-Z trade or signed Pavlik and instead bought out Mark Stahl to create cap space.
2: I think you're reading it wrong. I think he's saying, "Would you rather have Pavlik and cap space or the A-Z trade?"
0: That's probably it. Yes.
2: Uh, I will take the side of the AZ trade simply because uh, for the reasons we talked about <laughs> last week or, you know, two hours ago. Yeah, whatever you want um, to. Having Mark Stahl as the chamber in your bullet and being able to buy him out next year to create even more cap space for guys like James Van Riemsdyk, John Tavares, or Eric Carlson, Drew Doughty, is more valuable than what the Rangers could have done with that cap space
1: this year. Point, counterpoint. So, to play on this team and you need to take that toy away now cap space means nothing the player is going to infinitely damage your team and take playing time away from better more capable players today your window who's, is today
2: who's Pavlik taking time away from right now though
1: oh I thought we were talking about Mark Stahl I would buy out Mark Stahl oh and, and sign Pavlik that's part of the question See, but yes? it,
2: yeah yeah I I get that point and I'm I I, I agree because I was saying the whole the only way to stop AV from doing AV things is to put the toys on the top shelf and not let them reach them
1: like in regards the lane, to you guys like Tanner me. Glass. Well, like, if I have a serious illness, I'm like, well, I'll treat it in a year. I should probably treat it now. I should probably get rid of Mark Stahl now. At the same time,
2: my counterpoint would be it's not a if, it's a when Mark Stahl gets hurt. Mark Stahl is not going to play 80 games for the Rangers this year. If I have to live with Mark Stahl for 40 games and it gets me a better chance at James Van like next year, I'm going to do it.
0: I kind of agree to be honest with you I, I don't think Mark Stahl ends up staying the whole year uh, staying healthy at least. I think he gets bought out next year or the year after even, which is hurts to say, but we we don't want to take that cap hit for no reason for just buying him out. I, I get what you're saying, James where you want to develop these players um, but there's no I'm just, one I'm, I'm just taking the devil's advocate position, but it's you true, know I, it's true. I can see that I can see the merit
1: in, in in that idea of just buying on a stall now. yeah, I agree. And he would get he would get three to four million dollars in the open market and a full no movement clause for some
0: goddamn reason. For three years. Yeah, he'd get an extra year for sure. Dan Girardi living in that house. I wonder if Dan Girardi's house got blown down in the hurricane. By no, the
2: way. Florida didn't get hurt that get hit that hard. I'm gonna be honest with you.
0: Yeah, you think you think so? You're a news guy. That's a pretty hot take. <laughs> yeah, I think they got hit pretty hard. Unless his hard. house is on the unless his
2: house is on the Key West, I I think Florida for the most part is okay.
0: Just why would
1: you live in Key West
0: though?
2: Oh, it's so beautiful. Why wouldn't you live in Key West? Is
1: it? I've never been. I was going to uh, go I, once. But I, I, was there, go. I was there in
2: March for my sister's wedding. I never wanted to leave. Oh, man. All right. Well, t- 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 we, should, we should
0: go sometime. We'll all go. Oh, Be- sure. Bush's breakaway trip. Casual. Key West. Uh, right, I'm in. Next question. Uh, it's coming right for us, which I believe is pronounced. It's coming right for us. Uh, is Now that you've seen what the Vegas roster looked like, uh, in parentheses, a.k.a. dog shit, are you nervous about our bet regarding them being better than Colorado this year? Greg, did you make a bet? Mm-hmm.
2: Did I? I'm sure I did. I always make a bet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, because I I think Colorado is the most poorly managed team in the NHL.
0: Uh, We have a Colorado expert here. James?
1: Uh, Jesus Christ. I might agree with Kaplan on this one. Colorado was historically bad last year. Like, historically bad. Colorado might, odds on end, be the worst team in the NHL again this year, even with the expansion Vegas team. It's not good. And I'd give Vegas the edge in goaltending. They got Marc-Andre Fleury. He's no slouch. Goalie can carry you for decent stretches of the season. Marc-Andre Fleury gets on a 10, 15-game hot streak. That's it. Grab some points in there. Colorado are last again. Oh, God. Colorado's not good, guys. And their prospect pool's also not good. And the players on their team, also not good.
0: Vegas is going to be And they have speed. the worst
1: general manager in hockey. I think Vegas Josef. is be okay.
2: I think the real lesson here is I apparently made a bet about Vegas being better than Colorado last year. I
1: do not remember that. I don't remember I will, I'd probably take that bet. I watch a lot of Avalanche games. Don't recommend it; right. they're not good. Do you, want,
2: do you want me to transfer my debt to you then, because you yeah. can have it? Back.
1: I'll fight you for it? No, because I'm down. How, how many dollars am I down here right now? Like forty-two. Uh, yeah, well,
2: no,
0: because you got nineteen of it back. Okay, that's true. And I bought
1: a burrito. Well, with I that think $19. you. I think
0: you were on the Vegas side of this, Greg. So it looks no, like you're no,
1: good. No, no guac. By the way, I'm team. I'm team Kaplan on that. No guac. Okay, no guac. You
0: guys are both fucking crazy. Uh,
1: I put he, I put it in burrito bowls, but I do not put it in burritos that are wrapped. I can, I can eat it with kids. a
0: spoon, my friend. It's amazing. It's, uh, just, it's just it's consistency. It's strange. No, uh, I feel that way about other things. Uh, let's talk about uh, next next question. Emma from Twitter asks, uh, "Will you be doing more over under podcasts?" Yes, we will be. Surprise.
2: Um, uh, yeah, we're probably going to do an NHL points over under. We're probably going to do NBA over unders as well.
0: Yes, both of those will be coming. Let's be honest. Uh, and we're also going to do a uh, a baseball playoff podcast for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, uh, with our guy Taylor. With our guy, with our, our adult son. And then yeah, you- you're
1: welcome. Most good
0: ideas come from me. Just well, throwing it out there. James, idea mm-hmm. man. An NDA guy. Uh, will you have someone come on the pod and do an NHL in general, like a Metro? Yeah, we're planning on doing something right before the season, like a full season preview. So stay tuned for that. Not uh, with James. Not with no, James.
1: no. Hard, hard pass. I'm on enough. I'll write, write an a NHL 18 review for the website, though. That's hot. All
0: there right. you go. Website might be up at this point, almost. All right. Uh, Les dangerous, oh, Cousins Dangerousy danger rocks one something Let's cousins danger rocks one that's oh yeah i nailed that one what are your what are each of your most regrettable uh, regrettable sexual encounters well i have mm. bad news we're all virgins so uh you know we, we are we are wholesome men of oh, of of jesus we're all wholesome and we men of believe, christ and premarital sex we're all sex positive here but we don't do it and that's it so uh,
2: if you want to hear mine i have a good one. Oh
0: no <laughs> <laughs> i now, now gregory before you say this two things you're well aware I have many good ones. I, I cannot say on this podcast. And yeah, two, it's called your entire life. And two, uh, you cannot uh, you you cannot take this back. So feel free to go forth.
2: Um, if you want it, reach out to me. I'll tell it to you. Slide <laughs> slide slide in, slide in my slide in my DM. I'll give you a good story.
0: Go to Brick Twitter. Follow us and uh, and ask Greg for his most regrettable sexual encounter. Uh, don't are, I, of, are,
1: are any of us answering this question legitimately? No, legitimate?
0: you know, I already answered for us. We're all versions. Okay, uh, that's
1: good. Because uh, I have one that's really bad, but I'm not going to say it.
0: Uh, there might be a private podcast one day where this goes down. I have. I could write a novel on this topic. Yeah, uh, I've done some stuff. I'm really not proud. I'm not. Of. I'm, not I'm not a, a proud boy. man. Is what I'm trying to say. But I am a virgin. All right. So,
2: Doctor, I, I will say that I. I reg- first of all, I regret nothing. I made every decision <laughs> because I wanted to make the
1: decision. But I, I just. I have. I regret at least fifty percent of my sexual encounters. I, I
0: will say <laughs> this. this. Half. I, I quote, I said to a good friend of the podcast, Joseph Biggs, once, as I might, may or may not have been very intoxicated, I like to make bad decisions for good stories. All right. Uh, Dr. Froctopoulos, which I really like. My, my guy. Good uh, not a really hockey question, but since you guys have been on a baseball kick lately, how many bogs could Wade Boggs wade through if Wade Boggs could Wade Boggs?
2: 37. That's 69.
0: 42, meaning a life. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> nailed it. Uh, Luis Dial02, who I know for a fact has never listened to this podcast, uh, has asked me a question. Would you rather have $10,000 a day transferred to your bank account or eat both your hands?
2: I don't understand. Like, why is this a choice?
0: You know, it's, you keep your hands.
2: Right. Like if I, if I just take the money, I get to keep my
0: hands. Yeah. Well, no, no. You'd rather so we- have to your bank account or eat your hands. So it's, you get $10,000. That's what I'm or- saying.
2: Like if I get the money, I still have hands.
0: No, if you get the money, you got to eat your hands.
1: No, he said or. So yeah, it's like I'm choosing or. between ten thousand dollars or I have to eat my hands. I'm taking the goddamn yeah. money. I'm taking yeah. the hands. Luis, but you're not, It's not a. It's not a choice. No. Like it's, like, not, it's The not, way it's the not, question is phrased, not. you have to yeah. take the ten grand or you lose oh, it's your hands. It's just or. <laughs> okay, I see yeah. what you're Luis, saying.
2: Luis, who I, I get it. English is his second language. Is. is new to this country. He he phrased the question wrong. If he said, you can have $10,000 a day, but in order to get it, you have to eat your hands. Yes. Then, yeah, I keep my hands. But he said, or. Yeah. In this scenario, yeah, I'll just take the money and have my hands. Thank you. That was stupid of
0: you. Speaking of both money, a million dollars for the next 10 years or a Mets championship million dollars. Give me that mil, baby. I don't give a shit about the Mets.
1: I kind
2: of, I kind of want a Met championship. <laughs> really, man. Really I, just, I just want to know what happiness is. Like, money is money, and I'm sure I'll be very happy, and I, I'd find fun ways to lose it. But
0: can you imagine me if the Mets win a World Series? Like, Jesus Greg, Christ. Frank, you can buy happiness. Uh, and that was yeah, – that yeah, was not a, a Mets World Series win. I've learned that. You can buy a jet ski. Uh, that was from Spicker 16 by the way. I want to give him a shout-out. You man, can, you can you buy a, a
1: penthouse suite at the Bellagio and uh... – Pretty big line of credit.
2: You can you can give you can give Schmicker a shout out when you see him uh later today because that's who you're hanging out with on while we're recording this podcast.
0: Am I? Who is that? Yeah, it's Mike. That's Mike. Is it really? Yeah. Oh hey, I didn't know that. Hey Mike, I'm hanging out with him right now. Uh n- next question is from uh Ball out, aka our friend Tim. He asked Tim!
1: Tim's my boy shout out
0: to Tim. Tim was on our Game of Thrones podcast, did a great job with us.
1: I didn't I didn't listen. Game of Thrones sucks. Totally Continue. fine. I,
0: I hate you. Uh Jesus he asked. Uh, which brand of liquor should I use to drink myself senseless now that Javid Johnson is out for an extended point of time for my fantasy league?
2: Well, it sounds like you don't have any money left, so you should go with Dubra.
0: I'm a, I'm a big fan of Zombies, which is six type of run top, topped with 151. It'll knock you out in about two. Uh,
1: your choices are uh, Cruisin' 101, which is very often rum. Don't drink it. And Wild Turkey 101. Well, drink I, it straight. Things, I, things
0: are going to be bad for you. I kind of like Wild Turkey, though. Wild Turkey's a solid choice. It's a solid. It's a solid drink. Um, it's cheap too. It really is for what it is. You know what I've been kind of on lately? Not not to get on a, a liquor rant, but Maker's Mark is so good. Maker's Mark's a little overrated. You think? So? Honestly, it's a little overpriced. Like there's better bourbons for less. Money Am I riding than that hype right? train too hard
1: right now? You are. It's not bad. I think people. It's it's better than Jack Daniels, so people like think that it's like really like high end. It's not like there's better there's better bourbons in that thirty to fifty dollar price range Spicky for sure. Like I I take the unaged Elijah Craig over the Maker's. This box. is a I great segue, it. James. Are you starting your
0: liquor podcast soon?
1: I, I listen. I know a lot about drinking. <laughs> I'm not I, gonna I, lie. I thought I
0: thought this was a legitimate thing where you and Tim were going to talk about doing. Uh, well, yeah, like it's going to be called the Bourbon Power Hour. We're going to talk
1: about the New York Giants and our. Borderline alcoholism. The two of us. We, we should start it next week.
0: Can't wait to guest star. All right. Uh, yeah, you're going to be the first guest. I'm, I'm all in. <laughs> also, get... if you need
1: bourbon recommendations, hit me up on on the Reddit. I drink we get to lot. drink bourbon during this podcast, right? Yes, that's the point. There's a bourbon of the podcast.
0: Oh, okay. Let me know, and when I get back, I will. Or I'm, when I get back from where I am right now in Europe, I will. Uh, I will be on this podcast with you. You know, we'll just we'll just wait until you come back, then. Sounds good. I'll be back the week 25th. All right. Uh, Sounds good to me. Shout Met- out to him. That's what we're doing. Mets uh, have asked. Oh, the Mets. This is another Dan, Dan LaRose question. Would you buy a ticket to a Mets game if Tebow was called out for his analyst position?
2: Mm, no. I'd just watch it on TV.
0: I would only go if Greg went.
2: So you're not going?
0: Nope.
2: I'm only going to one more game this year, and it's the last, uh, last home game of the season. Calling it a day. I after that.
0: have not been to a game this
1: year.
2: I've been to six, and that's probably five too many.
1: I left one early. I was early, going to go see them play the Nationals, but I just I decided it, to spend so. that money on, on food instead. Good idea. You left early. like You
2: should regret not leaving early, leaving early, not because the Mets won. They didn't. It's just you sat through all that cold, and you missed literally 15 minutes of baseball.
1: There what? is no acceptable reason to Wait, leave early I, unless I, the stadium
2: I was is on oh, fire. Oh, that's right. You also left for the game. That, no, that was I stayed with you for Mets that won.
0: game. I was at the end of it.
2: No, you. I thought you left an inning early.
0: I know. I left. Uh, Matt Kemp hit the home run, and I got up and I watched the rest of the game. I was walking out. That was it. it was mm, over, that's leaving early. Okay, whatever. It, it was. Early. It was over. I,
2: I forgot. I forgot. went to when that game left in the fifth inning, and the Mets like had a seven run. It was fifth. A
0: sick comeback, and I was not there. Um yeah. All right. Uh, You're an idiot. This is an interesting question. He asks food question. Uh, toasting bread slash bagels is overrated. Why do you agree? I don't. Uh because I don't either. because toasting bread and bagels is properly rated. Everyone, it's it's fine. That's it. It's properly I would rated. say it enha-
2: I would say toasting enhances both a bagel
1: and bread.
0: I don't think it's a it, it yeah it does make them slightly, <laughs> slightly better but they're fine. It's properly rated. They're not overrated or underrated. That's it.
1: I don't I don't think there's any kitchen gadget better than the toaster. Honestly. I like this mm-hmm. I, I like keep it so much with the toaster. I like the bullet for like, for like, oh, a, actually, that's not true. The panini press, the panini press, is probably my press favorite is kitchen dope, gadget. Actually, it's
0: pretty good.
2: All right. You know, George Foremans have changed lives. It's all I'm saying. I haven't
0: used my George Foreman in, in years, but when I did back in the '90s, wonderful contraption. Really did a great job. I was probably like three. You probably so. uh, And the last question we have, and I'm surprised. You... I actually have
2: another one on top of yours. Oh, just, let's do that first. On. Well, this is our. Uh, this... It's, it, it's from my wife, uh, Elfie. Oh, from Elfie. She Elf. asks, what? What is some advice you have for a noob in fantasy hockey?
0: Ooh, this is a good question. I'm not good at fantasy hockey. I'm good at fantasy baseball, and I'm good at fantasy football. Um, I'm not good at fantasy hockey. So I think, James, this would be a, a question best suited for you. Okay, here's what you do with fantasy hockey. There are not enough good goalies to go around. There just aren't. If you're playing
1: an illegal more than 10 people, there aren't enough good goalies. Here's what you do. You take a good goalie slightly higher than you need to, say the second or third round. And then you look at the list of all of the prospects that played at least 15 to 20 NHL games last year, look at their points totals, say like a Sebastian Ajo scored less than 40 or about 40 points last year. You can get that guy as like a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick in a decent fantasy hockey league because people are dumb. So you spend slightly high on a goalie because that's really a position of need no matter what fantasy hockey league you're playing in. And you can make up Your your forwards and your defensemen and your scoring in the later rounds. It's not like fantasy football where like
0: one person takes a quarterback and then they're all gone in ten minutes. It's very deep playing fantasy hockey. Fantasy uh, for for reference in future for fantasy football, never take a quarterback unless you're never take a quarterback ever. Running backs and wide receivers first. Yeah, take if you're in a one
1: quarterback league, you never take them. I I won last year with Joe Flacco as my quarterback. Like you'll be fine.
0: It's very doable.
2: If daily fantasy hockey is your shtick, that's where my experience comes in. Uh, First thing you do is find the goalie playing the best. You don't ignore names. Do goalie based purely off matchup. Um, It'll serve you a lot better. Like, obviously, if you want to play Henrik Lundqvist, but he's playing even a middling team, it's better to take, say, Mike Smith if he's playing the devils. Like you almost always do it based off matchup. You never do it based off name
1: point, point, counterpoint. Just take whatever goalies playing the golden Knights.
2: could do that. i see, I didn't have that
1: option last year. Um, also but, you play daily fantasy hockey, which disgusts me on a moral level.
2: Hey, <laughs> Jeff and I have a lot of fun doing it. So it's fine. Uh, and then my I other no advice, Jeff
1: doing it, that's fine for Jeff.
2: My other, my other advice is um, in daily fantasy hockey, you have to go stars and scrubs make the, the big guns always get the big points. Get the big guns and then look for a rookie de- rookie defenseman because all you need from your defenseman is two points to be successful and a rookie defenseman can give that to you. And I'm not saying two points as in a goal and assist. I'm saying you get points for block shots. You get points for shots on goal. Find a guy, find a rookie on the second power play unit. Take them. it will cost you $2,500. You'll be able to spend big on other guys.
1: That's also a good bet for regular fantasy hockey is to find somebody in the second power play unit.
2: Yep. You want, you want defensemen who shoot. You don't. You don't want a guy like, say, D'Angerardi. Um, <laughs> you don't want D'Angerardi. You want
1: like your Anton Schromens.
2: <laughs> yeah, you want you want offensively minded defensemen. Like Ryan McDonough is better defenseman than Brady Shea, but Brady Shea will be a better fantasy player next year than Ryan McDonough. In fact, I think I think Brady Shea was a better fantasy player last year than Ryan McDonough.
0: I had both. I couldn't tell you.
2: Oh, let's go, Stephen Diggs! Two touchdowns, my guy.
0: Final question. Uh, the time right now is 8.33, and Greg is watching Monday Night Football. Uh, so last or, or week's Monday Night Football, so may I last night, Last week's, 9.11. Uh, we won't forget. Uh, now, the last question of the day is, Jeff says, rank the fast movies. Uh, right.
2: Clear out. I got this one.
0: Both me and uh, my dear friend here will go to sleep. You go ahead, Greg. All
2: right. So, uh, I think it's easier to do this from bottom to the top. The worst fast movie is the second one. Uh, without a doubt,
1: no, no debate. But
0: even Mendez is. Whew. Oh,
2: Whew. absolutely! And oh, the, holy shit! I thought,
0: wait, you, gonna, you, have, you have Tokyo Drift not last?
2: No, I don't. In fact, I have Tokyo Drift not second to last either. What? Second to last is second to last is the fourth one. Um, the fourth one is a, is not a good movie.
1: 2009's Two, Fast and Furious.
2: Yeah, the the basically the reboot of the series.
1: P- point it's, it's counterpoint. Four. Gal Gadot. Whew
2: true but the worst (laughs) part about the fourth one is they tease an ava mendez comeback and she never comes back
1: you know what the worst part about the fourth movie is is that greg told me these movies were good and i Mm -hmm. made it to the fourth one and i
2: wanted to kill myself well see you should have got you should have stayed on the um so let's see we've done eight there are eight so the eight is the second seven so the sixth one is tokyo drift tokyo drift still not a great movie but vastly underrated it is quite entertaining
1: I will say that Han is is the best part of Tokyo Drift. I want to see Han the movie more than I want to watch another Fast Ooh, and the Furious. See, movie. Uh,
2: Romeo is fantastic, and you gotta—you can't forget about Romeo. Eh, um, I mean, I mean
1: it, at least Tokyo Drift is interesting enough on its own as a movie that like something's going on. It, it, and this is my problem with the Fast movies: are they car racing movies, or all are all these people Batman? It's what's,
2: uh, uh, what's football, going on. This is a family movie. That's what these movies are. Uh, hold on, I'm writing these down. So I've already said two, that's out. I've already said four, that's out, and now I've said three. So next on my list, I would say eight. Uh, I don't get me wrong. Like at this point, the top two I have are next level. They're in their own category, but this middle, they're all very good. They're just it's kind of picking and choosing. I liked eight. The twist is fun. There's some fucked up things that happen in eight, though. The fact that fucking. Um, Vin Diesel's side bitty gets shot in the head in front of her child in a cell is fucked up. Like, I don't know how you justify that. Movie.
1: Also, you're, how are you cheating on Michelle Rodriguez? Let's be real here. She was dead. No, she's not, though.
2: Not anymore, but she was. That kid is like two.
1: Like, that's the other.
2: <laughs> okay, there's, that's
0: fair. As a person movie. who has never seen these movies, I'm, like, blown away by oh, everything I watched saying. all
1: of these movies on Kaplan's recommendation. I got progressively angrier as we went along. Oh.
2: Um, okay, so that is – uh. After, after eight, I would put six. Um, there are some is- things in six that happen that I, I just can't wrap my mind around. For one, that's the longest runway I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, and two, <laughs> I, just watching Vin Diesel catch Michelle Rodriguez as she's flying over a highway that is elevated and separated. And then just landing perfectly fine on top of a car. Hard to justify. Really hard to justify What's the
1: What's the first one that uh, that Kurt Russell is in? Is that six or five? That, that is seven. Oh, seven. Seven's a pretty good movie.
2: Seven is next on my list, and I also say seven's next on my list simply because I cried during Seven like a baby, and I think that's important. I, um,
1: I'm a big fan of Kurt
2: Russell. Kurt Russell's a nice ad. The whole Paul Walker part, like Seven's not a. It's just it just hits me hard. Um, so that's that's number three. Number two for me is the first one. Because you don't get any of these without it, but the best of them all is the fifth one. And that's the first one with The Rock. The fifth one is—it's just—it's got everything you want. It's a heist movie. It's a buddy comedy. It's The Rock. It's Vin Diesel. It's Paul Walker at his absolute apex. Um, it's oh yeah. Just, it's the fifth one is the fifth one is easily the most rewatchable and the most enjoyable. And it's gonna... it's really the first one. It's the first one where they all come together and become a family. Like it. it
1: that's
0: F- familia. We're family. Uh, I'm
1: going to go 7, 1, 2, 8, 6, 5, uh, Tokyo Drift, and then Too Fast, Too Furious is arguably the worst of all of them.
0: I'll do mine, but I'll do them BoJack Horseman seasons, and I'll do three. No, I don't want to hear it. I haven't
2: watched the fourth one yet, and I don't want to talk about it.
0: Okay. Is is BoJack Horseman supposed to be what's-his-name from uh, Full House? No. <laughs> I, I think he is though. He's not though. I, I think he's not I think supposed to be Bob Saget because I no. get some serious Bob Saget vibes. He's not. Have you? No. I, I, how far have you gone to the show,
1: James? I'm season three right now. Okay. I don't watch a lot of television. I'm having a big television summer. I,
0: I don't really watch a lot of television either. I watch like four shows as I've talked in this: Let's like Fargo, Game of Thrones, Bojack Horseman, and Hockey. Um, you gotta get you gotta get on that Veep, Ryan. It's pretty great. Yeah, Veep. Yeah, Veep. I, I, I crushed
2: list. I crushed Veep in like three weeks. It's phenomenal. Okay. Veep,
0: Veep is great. Right, and World War II documentaries. Um and. Uh, Bojack keeps reinventing itself, and I'm not going to say anything else for Greg, uh, Greg's sake, but a phenomenal show that is very dark and unique, but somehow remains funny.
1: Did, did you read any of those World War II books I recommended you Right?
0: I did not. I have, But I can actually because I'm going to be on a plane. So hit me up. Okay, I'll hit you up. I'll slide them DMs, buddy. Yeah, slide them DMs, bud. Uh, we don't have any more questions. Uh, you, someone, don't, you don't want to talk about craft beer and it's overrated, this? Cra- I like craft beer a lot, but we knew we were going to get into this conversation, didn't we? Didn't we know? Yeah.
1: I, I'm I'm with James. It's overrated. Yeah, I You're know. Like, I have,
0: all of the most enjoyable experiences I've ever
1: had drinking beer in my life have been the shittiest beers. They've been your Coors Lights, your Pabst Blue Ribbon, your um, your, your your whatever. So outnumbered. I've never it's, I've never had an IPA at a fucking baseball game or a pickup soccer game, and they like, Yeah, live, this is what
0: I really want right now. I, I live very close. The garbage. I'm, I'm going to give away my location to a brewery called Great South Bay Brewery on Long Island, and it is a wonderful. Wonderful place. It's a, an entire place where I can go to play games and watch hockey games and drink wonderful beers like their Jetty and their Blood Orange and their Christmas Rye and their Rum. I want my beer, beer to be beer flavored.
2: Yeah, here's here's the thing. I've never drank a. I've never had a beer because I've wanted a delicious beverage. I've only had a beer because I want to get fucked up.
0: Yeah, that's called having a problem. So <laughs> – I feel like Greg
1: and I are in the right here and it's you with the problem with yeah. your orange I just, and grapefruit infused yeah. beers. If I'm thirsty, I,
2: I honestly, there's so many other beverages that quench my thirst. Never am I thirsty and like, God, I need a beer. Like the only times I say, God, I need a beer when I'm watching a sporting event or I'm trying to have some fun.
1: Have you ever mowed a lawn, Greg? Because I've been like, God, I need a beer.
2: You think I make enough money to own a lawn? <laughs> I own a Honda Fit. That's like the only thing I own.
0: Uh, that's I have a lawn. How is that possible? You also don't uh, live in New York. you don't work in news. Yeah. <laughs> you, that's you true. I do live in a pretty expensive city, though. That's fair. Um, I think that's it for questions. Any, anything else you guys want to hit up before we get out of here?
2: Has anyone seen It? No,
0: yes. I, I don't plan to, so you guys can spoil it. I don't care.
2: I it, it it fucked me up, but it is a fantastic movie.
1: It's way better than it has any right to be. Honestly, it is way better than it has any right to be. A
0: lot of puns there. I liked it. Yes.
2: It It was very good. The kid from Stranger Things had all the great lines. He's phenomenal. I've never, I've
1: never seen Stranger Things. I don't know
2: who that kid is. it's oh, um, a, a good the show. Kid, the kid, um, God, what the fuck was his name in the, I don't, I, it's not Rusty. Was it, is it, it a kid that with the name? Uh,
0: obviously, because, James, um, James, kid, it was the kid, kid
2: with the good lines. Well, the, yeah, the kid, the kid in the loser's club with the glasses.
1: I suck with oh, names. uh, them. uh, Eddie?
2: He's Mike, uh, he's Mike Wheeler in Stranger Things.
1: Yeah, very good. Uh, uh Bill Skarsgård yeah, is quite good. I
2: honestly think Skarsgård should be nominated, like, Oscar nominated.
1: I think that's pushing it a little bit, but like, he's made quite a jump. Name a movie you, that has a better supporting actor
2: in it than Bill Skarsgård in it from this year.
1: Probably can't. But Oscar season hasn't happened yet. I can't give you that answer. Yeah. None of the good movies have come out yet.
2: I there's going to be some Dunkirk, depressing. If Dunkirk be- wins anything, it's not going to be for any of the acting nods. It'll be none of him. No,
1: no Dunkirk will win for Best Director probably because it is impressive what Nolan did with that movie. I want to do yeah.
0: uh, a breakdown of the room on this podcast at some point.
2: Never saw it. I know it's on the Mo Movie Monday list,
0: though. Uh, we got that's that's got to happen because that the that James Franco movie is coming out about the room, and I'm couldn't I couldn't be more interested in it. I'm thrilled, actually.
2: Yeah, but all, right. all I'll say is, even if you don't like horror movies, I ate horror movies. I made an exception for it. Uh, it did fuck me up. I I won't lie. I like slept on the couch with lights on the first night after seeing it. But it is a fantastic movie, and it is more of a psychological thriller than it is a scare tactic thriller it, it,
1: they don't they they use pennywise in a very good way yeah. like pennywise is not a shock factor element like he is in the tv movie from the 90s like he, he's meant to like make you think about life and how painful your life is
0: yeah. That that like, sounds like something i'll never watch oh
2: yeah the movie is great because it it like the the Pennywise character feeds off each individual kid's greatest fear. And in a way, that makes Pennywise feed off your individual greatest fear while watching the movie. Right. Because you right. start putting yourself in the situation of these kids.
0: Empathy is a bitch. Uh,
2: yeah. But I, I also would say a lot of horror movies, a lot of things can be solved by just not being a stupid, curious little kid. Like there's a scene in the movie where um,
1: – his, his name is Richie they, in It. That That's it, Richie. F- Finn uh, Wolfhard is the actor's name. He's from Vancouver, his, British Columbia. I Googled it. Fantastic. He's great, but he is fantastic.
2: There's, the, there's a fat, roly-poly kid named Ben who is at the library, and he's his book. It's supposed to be the history of the town By they're way, in. But are all, there spoilers? Pennywise.
0: So
1: Pennywise oh yeah, we're, we're we're not. We haven't spoiled that much. You can still go go watch. No,
2: it. this doesn't spoil anything. Like also, this is the just part like of the 50 movie. Years old. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Ben is reading this book. The book all of a sudden turns evil, and it's just Pennywise being like, "Look at all this bad shit that happened." And then it, the book mentions this fire that happened that killed all these kids. And all of a sudden, eggs like Easter eggs that are scorched start popping up. And Ben just decides, I'm going to follow these Easter eggs. No, don't follow the fucking Easter eggs. Leave the fucking library. Like, there is no scenario in which if I just read something about an Easter fire that killed hundreds of kids, that I would then all of a sudden follow an Easter egg that is on fire. I'm out. I'm
1: going the other way. I'm out. You know, you know what I thought was pretty good? The kid who played Stanley.
2: Uh, uh stanley is, he's the germaphobe
1: uh, kid oh fantastic <laughs> it's a gazebo it's bullshit <laughs> I, i've been saying that for like a solid two days it's honestly pretty great. The, the, the the kid the, actors in this movie are really quite good actually
2: how how old is the kid that played georgie six seven unbelievable right like when i was yeah, seven like, i was i was great. openly picking my ass in public like, if I had the poop, I would stick my finger up my butt to feel the turd. That's what yeah. I was
1: doing at seven. <laughs> this kid is just dropping fire in a movie. Unbelievable. He, he's so young it doesn't actually say what year he was born on his IMDb page. Like,
2: the, wor- the, the crazy thing is, like, the worst actors in this movie are the adults. The kids fucking
1: crush it. Yeah, for sure. And the kids play off Pennywise really well.
2: It's, it's great. You should all see, you should all see it. It got like Go a 96 sure. Rotten Tomatoes. And t- t- Take, 89, take, 89, take
1: 89. your dates, take your dates to see it. It all was,
2: right. it was, uh, it was my lady friend's idea to see it. She took me so. Have your lady take you, because that's what
1: happened with me. And I went on, by myself on, on a on, movie pass, because I am newly single.
0: On that note, congratulations, James, on being single. We are a sex-positive podcast. We Guess, hate... guess what? We're going to make me a Tinder profile. We, oh, be... James oh. Plus, baby. James Plus. James, James
1: Plus is coming as a Patreon tier the minute oh. I land in England. <laughs> we, you, you and Tim are going to make my Tinder profile, I'm... and I will spend three months actively using James whatever Plus. profile you write for me. I am, I, cu-
0: I am so hyped right now. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're uh. going to have a lot of fun. I, I Ryan Mead plus at James plus to a theater you're used soon. Uh, we hate domestic violence. We're a sex positive podcast and look uh, out ladies of the UK,
1: too, below average height white guys are coming for you. Hey, in I'm a non-violent so, and non-sexually intimidating hey, way.
0: Yeah, and I'm a solid five point three. All right, so I'm uh, a
1: solid. I'm a solid five on the Richter scale.
0: There you go. Hey. Wasn't well, that, that that's pretty good? All right, we're out of here. Uh, I'm in Europe. I'm having a great time. Follow me on. I hope you're following me on Instagram at Orion Mead. Uh, tweet at Greg and tell him you love him, and we'll uh, follow James on uh, Twitter at Hello It's James C. Is that all right? Yep, fine. All right. At at Shirt's break, we're out of here, guys. Buh-bye. Bye bye. Bye.